0: Welcome to episode 45 of Sound.Wave, the first podcast to reach planet Earth from Cybertron. I'm Nell, and I'm great at Transformers.
1: And I'm Greg, and I suck at Transformers.
0: And this week, we discuss more than Weekly the issues 48 and 49.
1: Finally, we're getting into that hot, hot BDSM.
0: <laughs> at last.
1: They know what we're looking for. Exactly. We got we got chains. We got handcuffs. And they're like,
0: yeah, they're like big, like spiky chains. This is. Uh, We got an ominous shadow in the background. Fire. There are sparks in the air.
1: This sexy, sexy robot looks like he's been beat to hell.
0: (laughs) Oh, skins, poor (laughs) skins. We love Uh, you. Uh, yeah, but he's clearly in a bad in a bad yeah, way here. He's not a complex. good time to be skids. No, so let's find out what that's all about. Uh, right in here, and of he course he needs of... to
1: find out what it's all about too.
0: It's true, and so together we'll learn. Um, so the last time we were with the lost light, uh, some things went down, and I was very cruel and asked you to only read issue forty-seven, um, and then have to wait like the rest of us to find out what happened at the end there. So yes, in forty-seven and we have of course had the attack on megatron right by tailgate who was being tricked into doing so by getaway right. and atomizer and fuck yeah. those guys yeah fuck those guys and of course yes t- tailgate and cyclonus ran and it was kind of up in the air uh, as far as what happened
1: right it sure did look like cyclonus looked... died yeah. and boy I was real sad.
0: Yeah, you were. Thought real
1: hard that that would have made it a lot harder to continue doing a Transformers based podcast.
0: Yes, I totally understand. Absolutely. Um. So yes, so that's where we left off in forty seven. Um. But we open here with a therapy session between Rung and Skids.
1: Uh. Yeah, we know those guys. Yeah,
0: we like
1: Skids. If we will remember, is a theoretician. Yeah, who forgot two very important things, and one of those was a secret mission to Luna One. Yes, and, which Chrome Dome helped him remember, and the other is still not quite uh, brought to. Yes, the fore
0: Yeah, something that's been kept hidden, deemed that way because it's for it's in Skids's best interest to not know. Um, it's For your own good. <laughs> just trust me on this one, babe. Um, so we have Skids here, kind of talking about he he's going he's taking a trip back he's talking yeah, about the past
1: going over his past he's talking to rung talking it out to his therapist naturally
0: yeah. rung
1: seems to be playing with a little model ship or putting it back together
0: yeah as uh, we know he's wanted to do.
1: right he's got those bad boys
0: yeah. uh he
1: mentions that he was a bomb negotiator skitz yes. does which is an interesting title.
0: Yes, he's saying this is after Semanzi, and he mentions like he knows it was after Semanzi because the ground hadn't cooled down yet. Which, of course, we've discussed Semanzi before in the show and the right. comic. Um, yeah, it heated the planet back up. It was so bad, it was so brutal. Um, so yeah, he was a bomb negotiator, and Rung, understandably, asks for some clarification there. And it's immediately just brutal. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's about hard. as
1: dark as it can get. It turns out the Decepticons were making bombs out of people, and yes. to disarm the bomb, you had to deactivate their brain module.
0: Yes, so uh, killing them. Yeah, you had to kill the person who was who now had um their their vital components locked inside a, an explosive device. Is how Skids explains it. Um. And they're kind of in like this coffin, like this poor bot, like can't move. He's just stuck there. And so Skids' job was to keep him calm because he says that if they were, if they got upset or if they panicked, that would set off the bomb. So he was there to quietly kind of put them out of their misery because he had to kill them. Right. Which is like immediately brutal. Like I said, like this is heavy, dark, very sad. Um... But uh, he's yeah, he's just explaining it and right
1: and he's he's talking his way through it with this this bomb uh and the bomb goes off.
0: Yes, cuz he's he's trying to keep this person calm and the poor bot is like crying, he doesn't want to die and it's all very sad and um Skids as we know used to be a very religious person and here we can see it's still a time when he had the the matrix um on his face and he make he alludes to his religion he says that this this person will be with Primus soon, and the person gets very upset at that, like right uh, the, he does, the, he
1: doesn't like the idea of a god that would turn him into a bomb,
0: yes, so skids immediately runs, but he's yes caught in the explosion um uh, and then the next thing he knows he's uh being picked up by the Decepticons,
1: yeah, and we get a a scene of him sort of in chains and handcuffed and a bunch of people here. Are these yes. like people? Because they look like people.
0: Yeah, there are a lot of background bots here. Like a lot of the bots here are are bots from other continuities, a lot of the Japanese continuities. So this, um, as at least as far as like immediately off the top of my head, I can think. Um, these issues were both done by uh, Sakamoto and okay. he is japanese and so i feel like he he tends to lean towards like if he's adding in bots he'll kind of sure use ones that cuz yeah there were some shows that were produced in japan so um like i said i could be wrong and uh that might not actually be the case here but there are ones like um like the big one there with like the the gun he's orange and pink and like that's skyquake and like the guy with the arms is octus so yes these are bots who exist um gotcha but they're not like. And in some mm-hmm. cases, like we've seen them before and they've, you know, been up backgrounds in other places throughout the comic. So. But yes, the important thing is here they're just and skids is being. Some, chained and led for
1: Some fun, lighthearted trivia for you and arguably the darkest thing we've seen in this comic so far.
0: Yeah, yeah. We can even see. Yeah, just like. One bot is. Like, we can see his body is in one place with, like, a bunch of spears through it. And then his head is yeah. across the ground from him with a spear through the eye. And, yeah, it's a dark uh, little scene here. And we can see they're being led. And Skids even knows. He says when he c- comes online and is being led, he can tell just from the other prisoners around him that they are being led to Grindcore. Right. Which has been uh, brought up before.
1: And and Rung is sort of walking him through it. He's saying, like, well, what do you remember about Grindcore? uh and he remembers a place called the fitting room where they have these devices they call mouth flowers which
0: yeah they're pretty brutal i do want to point out in the fitting room um as skids is remembering little things the person who's greeting him is uh flywheels we've seen that guy before he's no longer with us but he used to be a scavenger
1: oh (laughs) good to know
0: yeah um And he's even around his neck. We see something that comes up later. He's got these two little baubles around his neck because Flywheels was a religious person, if we will recall. So, yes, in the fitting room, they insert, they implement a a mouth flower, which uh, goes in the roof of your mouth.
1: Yeah, they they screw a, a thing into the roof of your mouth. And if you touch it or transform, it just stabs you in the brain.
0: Yeah, it like shoots... A spiny metal just Spike. Spike through your head. You know, bada bing bada boom. There you go. Um, uh, and and they, this...
1: they talk about putting skids in a cell with someone, but he can't remember who it is.
0: Right. And he's so yeah, so at that moment when 'Cause of course we're getting just the the panels of these characters talking back and forth to each other as if we're seeing it happening in Skids' head. But when the word bubbles come and he can't remember words, they're just kind of blacked out. Right. Um So then, yeah, they're putting him in with someone and they're just kind of talking back and forth like, oh, no, of course, Blank is still here because of Blank, Blank, Blank. And there's, yeah, we can see memories starting to fall apart here. Skids isn't quite, he even says like he's blanking and he and Rung will probably have to call it a day for now.
1: Uh, And Rung is very, very happy because he recovered a lot of memories that time.
0: It is so funny to see Rump so joyous about (laughs) such terrible things to remember. He's clapping. He is. He's applauding. He's like, oh, good job, kids! You did so well. (laughs) Um...
1: And Skids is mad because he knows this could all just be recovered a lot quicker with Nemo surgery.
0: Yes. And Rung kind of lays it out for us here. He's like, here's the thing. Like, you, after you were a prisoner of war, something happened that was so bad that your mind forgot it. Like, it tried to, re- it repressed it. Um, And he's explaining that if that memory is forced out with something like Nemo surgery, it could be fatal. Like, it could right. Be- make it freak him. out and yeah.
1: die
0: yeah um so rung is explaining this way this small there so we we're learning through this that they um have been meeting like this regularly and he's taking small incremental steps towards remembering all of it because rung is saying if he slowly remembers if he's if he just builds upon the memory that will be a far less traumatic way to remember to right, come into a full That should not
1: trigger anything fatal. Yes. Uh,
0: um and so there uh, And so of course, yeah, we know Skids, and of course he's like, yeah, okay, fine. But he's not he'll do it but he's not happy about it. Um, sure. but you know who is happy? Rung. Who <laughs> is done putting together the Arc Six. Um he's so precious, he's like <laughs> he's very happy, like lifts it into the air. Um Skids, of course, is charmed by him too. Um Right, he kind of, yeah. They talk about his ships and like Skids wants to know why, like, how often has he been building these um, and rebuilding them? Because of course, we've seen the the ships are prone to a breakage; they tend to <laughs> uh, find harm.
1: He has shaken up quite a bit. <laughs>
0: And uh, a few things on this next panel that I yeah Skids is saying um, he's telling Ron He should get some new ships. Like he should get some new models. Um, and then he does let us know that there's a subspace subspace hatch now in the ship, and uh, Wheeljack could send some over. Which hooray! Wheeljack was mentioned. I'm happy. Um, but then <laughs> That's he,
1: all it takes, folks.
0: I, I am pleased. I'm yes. This one gets a check mark from me. Um, but also look, Skids is like helping Rung up. Like he's kind of got an arm around him, and it's
1: very cute. <laughs> he's boosting him.
0: Yeah, like okay, here you go. You're small. Uh, and we Rung were,
1: points yeah. out these are these are ships that he's served on. mm
0: mm-hmm. uh, So, course, and... which is interesting because as Skids points right. out, he has the Ark One, which is a big deal.
1: Yeah, um, that's that's the, the the important ship,
0: really. Yeah. Um. So Rung explains. He he right. did, but then he was taken off the ship before they actually took off um, because the Senate did not want him off world, which worked out. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, so, but then, of course, Skids is asking if he, I mean, he did end up leaving eventually, and Rung just kind of gives us, it's just a little bit of, like, a history lesson here, Rung is saying. He left Cybertron when his Rungian therapy was going out of style and Freudian analysis was coming into style, um, which is going to be, um, yeah, kind of a plot point here. More psychology jokes, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and conveniently timed discussions, (laughs) um... So then, yeah, he's saying that uh, they're, they're kind of like dwindling down the uh, the appointment yes.
1: here. Uh, Rung asks, how do you want me to send this to you? He's like, just beaming into my brain. Uh, yeah.
0: Which uh, yeah, even very... reading
1: that panel, I'm like, oop, this will come up later, I'm <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> right. Oh, we can just send sound vials to people's brains? This sounds important <laughs> and like something that will prove very useful very soon. Um, so it is interesting because we usually, at least not too often, do we get things that are so nail on the head (laughs) it's a little
1: it's not quite subtle
0: yeah yeah I mean and it's okay like I said I feel like if it was uh if it was a thing that happened a lot you'd be like oh my god okay yeah I wonder if that's gonna come up um But it's not often that it happens. It's just kind of funny. Um, so, yes, he's kind of leading Skids out, and they're going to make another appointment. And he's explaining, you know, we have to take one step back so we can take two steps forward. So, again, Skids wants to just kind of get through this. And Rung is like, no, we're going to go very, very carefully. Um, but as they're going out to the door, right. Riptide's Lynn like, Chanelle. hey, you have a friend who's here to see you. <laughs> <Wrong>. <laughs> and he opens the door and oh shit
1: it's freud who he <laughs> thought was dead
0: who he thought was dead also yeah my note <laughs> i couldn't remember cuz i leave notes all over the books and i was like what does my note say next to freud here it says hello you horrible fuck oh yeah that's what i <laughs> that's what i greeted him with
1: that's um, about right
0: yeah which i do can we just take a moment to appreciate freud's design um he's appeared in the books before in memories and whatnot but um he's i like i have this thing about uh misproportioned arms like they sure. freak me out but i i dig it when it's like on robots because he's also reminiscent of like transformers prime Soundwave, who had the very long arms um and it's just kind of like this creepy intimidating kind of look and i really like it um so he's do we a...
1: know what he transforms into
0: we do off the top of my head i mean it looks like a flying ship right uh, that, that's
1: that's what i was thinking uh
0: Which, I mean, that's what Soundwave turns into as well in Prime. He turns into like. There you go. We just got to
1: get uh, more flyers. We can have more guys with long arms.
0: There you go. Um, But yeah, no, I do think it's a very cool, very effective design for Freud. For Freud. And yeah, he doesn't look happy immediately. He (laughs) looks like uh, he's here to start some shit up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's uh, a little intimidating.
0: And uh, Um, Rung clearly looks surprised yes but rung. skids
1: is yeah yeah skids is just like hey what's up who are you nice to meet you uh, like,
0: hey, yeah uh uh my name's skids sorry my friend rung here so rude yeah um, what a jerk <laughs> and of course rung as we were just saying thought this guy was dead so he's just kind of like what well, i don't uh, yeah this is right. freud um standing here somehow um he says that freud is a fellow psychiatrist um, which is, this is helpful to, you know, if we, we've kind of forgotten sure. who Freud is by now. Um, but then Freud talks himself up and he's like, yeah, I'm also a psychoanalyst, forensic psycho, psychologist, criminal profiler, not mastermind. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so there's just, there's just like some catch up and we can immediately tell that Wrong is not pleased to have this right. person here.
1: Yeah, and, he and Freud are not on the best terms. Yeah, uh, and Skids recognizes the truck nuts hanging around freud's neck <laughs> yeah. uh, as primal beads bead. yeah you know, a religious thing
0: they are which is the only and reason like it i noticed them like on flywheels <laughs> right yeah. i yeah. didn't
1: even notice that until you pointed it out
0: yeah because then you're like oh that's what those are okay um i do love also the panel of him hugging rung like if it would be adorable if freud wasn't so creepy
1: <laughs> yeah that's very reasonable
0: he reminds me just really quickly they're wrong uh, it reminds me of we're gonna I'm gonna bring it up again on Silicon Valley how like Richard just doesn't like being touched by people Wrong's reaction <laughs> reminds me of that being like oh god um, but yes, so Skids brings up the Primal Beads. Um, they, yeah, kind of discuss the fact that Skids used to be religious.
1: Right. Uh, so just, just some little little character moments before we yeah. step on over here.
0: Which, yeah, wink, wink. Be paying attention.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then when we, we look outside and there's fireworks.
0: Yeah, it's very pretty. It's an outside, yeah, big outside shot of the ship. Um, uh uh, and we're, and we're talking about
1: Tailgate, and we're talking about Tailgate to Cyclonus, who is alive, thank Who's God.
0: Alive. He's fine, he's okay, he's good. He's Cyclonus, damn it, of course he's Yeah, okay. that guy um, owns. He uh, does. And
1: Velocity is telling us, hey, Tailgate's alive, but he's in basically a coma.
0: Yes um and she does call cyclonus mr up and about and she asks how he's feeling <laughs> he's like well i mean i did get riddled with bullets in the back and we can see his back is just like right. marked he bullets. looks like pumice he does um he belongs in a spa um but she's in <laughs> velocity's even like i mean you are fucking tough man because anybody else would be dead. Yeah. And then I, even rereading this, I was like, I'm excited to talk about this moment um, because we hear a voice off panel called a cyclonus and we turn and we see it's megatron entering entering the meta bay and is immediately like please don't panic anybody i'm here to apologize to cyclonus and he megatron immediately apologizes for lashing out at tailgate and he insists and hopes that cyclonus knows that he would not have hurt tailgate um which i just want to like that's i love that that's
1: that's exactly what megatron should do in that situation
0: yes like that's Oh my god, it's so, like, just nice. Like, reading that, you're just like, oh, Megatron. You, This is, yes. Like you said, this is exactly what you should do. Um, and Rod is behind him, which, Rod, you would think you wouldn't spend so much time around Megatron if he bugs you so much. <laughs> um, but, and then immediately Cyclonus is like, Megatron, I should be asking you for forgiveness because... Of what happened with tailgate so like let's just take a moment here and be like uh decepticons they get the job done like the two (laughs) bots on board who are the quickest to be like "Uh, these
1: gentlemen
0: these total gentlemen who doesn't want to date either one of these guys Uh, I mean that's a rhetorical question obviously everybody right
1: naturally and then Um, rod points out like it's it's known at this point that it was getaway and atomizer (laughs) Uh, so, Cyclonus, you don't gotta feel accused or anything.
0: Yes. Which so like also, and as he's explaining that, I'm gonna discuss this panel too because it is Magnus. <laughs> like he has getaway. He's tearing in one shit hand. up. Oh, he is mad as hell, and I'm like, I hope it's partly because. Well, yeah, naturally. They tried to fuck with his husband. And he was like, you know, step to me and mine and get away with it. Um, He's a
1: very protective man.
0: Absolutely. As he should be. Megatron is clearly a catch we just saw. Um, That's true. (laughs) But it is funny, even like Rod explaining it, like they knew Getaway did it. And Atomizer just kind of offered himself up by like thinking he could take on Ultra (laughs) Magnus. Which like, dum-dum, did you really think that was going to work?
1: Look at him, man! He's huge.
0: He's huge. What's You're gonna your get problem, your atomizer? gonna get your bow out and gonna legless this guy? I don't think so. You're gonna um, get
1: atomized.
0: <laughs> well, there it is. Um, so yeah, done, done, taken care of. Uh,
1: uh, and so Cyclonus is well, like, well, how did you figure that all out? Rod is like, oh, we got chrome to dig into their brains. And,
0: well, he dug into Tailgate's brain.
1: Oh, okay i yeah. i didn't quite uh read that
0: oh, okay yeah so it's it, some of the wording in these issues does get a little confusing at times when i'm like okay wait a minute but yes so rod kind of reveals here that they, yeah uh he injected into tailgate to kind of see who put this idea in his head it's like who did this who like got him to go try to run this errand um because then Cyclonus is like, "Wait, you probed Tailgate while he was unconscious without consent. Is that even legal or ethical?" And Megatron, of course, is like, uh, I'm <laughs> like, Jonathan no, here. it is not. Yeah." So we know immediately, as we should know, as readers of this, these books, of course, Megatron would not have been behind that. He would uh. not have offered that as a solution. Um, but Rod, who again looks very cute, Sakamoto is driving. It, um, He's like, yeah, Rod's like, I mean, yeah, get mad at me all you want. I don't care. But Dome, you know, that guy, he did well. Don't get mad at him. Um, He's
1: just doing his job.
0: And then he does kind of bullshit Cyclonus here for a second. He's like, Cyclonus, look out the window. Look at the fireworks. It's for you. You're, <laughs> you're with us again.
1: And Cyclonus is like, honestly <laughs> flattered. He says, so I don't touched. know what to say. Aww. I'm so, like, look at him. He's, He's touching so, his chest. He's like, <gasps>
0: that is for me that's so lovely and Lottie's like rod's a dick he's lying to you thunderclash woke up because of tailgate's energy spasm yeah that kind of boosted thunderclash and knocked out tailgate so <laughs> there was a reversal of roles here um but also so hey now i just need to get him back yes thunderclash is awake thank goodness we've been waiting for that guy the hero of all autobots um but yeah, little Tailgate's still sleeping. We need him to get up.
1: Yeah, he's a, he's a good boy.
0: <laughs> just taking a nap. Uh, so then we jump back over to Rum's office, where, of course, we're having just a great time with his old pal, Freud.
1: Um, uh, and <laughs> Rung is immediately like, hey, how come you are not dead?
0: Yeah, uh, what the hell? What is that?
1: And he's like, well, I, when did we last talk? And he's like, when you were the day they caught that serial killer. Yeah. Uh, He's like, Well, I helped catch him. Uh, and his name's Sunder. Uh he has a brother named Scepter. Yes. Uh, and all of that's very important to the story as you all will be reading important. it later and in the next issue.
0: Yes. Um, but yes, so he's saying that's the last time that they spoke was that he was uh he's saying uh he joined the crew of the prison ship that was taking Sunder and Scepter to Garrus Six.
1: Right. Um and he, he became fascinated by Sunder needing to know why a Nemo surgeon, which is what Sunder is, yes. uh, would go on a killing spree.
0: Which is very, I mean, a fair point. Sure. That's fascinating. I would also want to know that. I mean, I don't know how far I would go to learn that, but it is, yeah, very interesting. Um, so then, yes, for it is explaining that the ship got shot down um, or no, it didn't. Pardon me. I'm thinking of a different ship um, on the way to gear six. Right, he
1: Nemo surgeons all of the guards and manages to get out of his cell. Uh, He finds his brother, they escape, and they take Freud as a hostage. Yes
0: um and rung is listening with like like he's like polishing his glasses he could barely <laughs> give a shit it's just like mm-hmm, great what it's else? good
1: getting to see rung without his glasses it is, He looks it very is. good in this issue
0: yeah he, he does he does props um but uh yeah so yeah rung's just saying oh i didn't even know you were a part of all of that and freud is saying yes he was and um scepter ended up getting killed Right. The brother ended up getting killed. But Sunder and Freud survived. And he's saying that he ended up working as a psychiatrist on Scarvix, which is like the third time that place is showing up, at least third or fourth time. That's where the fortune is the capital. That's where Tailgate got his hoverboard. That was where they refueled the uh the ship. And Rung even says, like, oh yeah, we were just there. Um to which Freud is like, well, you weren't there long enough or you would have heard of me because I'm kind of like a celebrity there. I'm, I'm a big kind deal. of a big deal. <laughs> uh, uh, and yeah, Rung, again, doesn't give a shit. He's like, well, I mean, good for you. I'm glad you're alive. Yay. Um, uh, and
1: Freud is kind of looking at Rung's ships and he points out the faith- fateful archetype. Yeah.
0: He says
1: he would have skipped that one.
0: Which again, now that we know these are all ships on which Rung has served, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, really? Um, which
1: one is the fateful archetype do I know that ship
0: so that'll come up later that's the okay. thing that kind of gets brought up later in this book but it is it, it, gotcha. there's a lot of things that get pointed out right here at the very start that it's just like just just hold on to all these ideas that we're giving you right now <laughs> um, but yeah wrong immediately was like what the fuck do you want why are you even here because I can tell you're just trying to get something um, and Freud very uh, illegally is like uh, give me your patient notes and Rung's like, how about, that's going to be a no. That's not happening." Right.
1: Uh, and he, he, I like this line. He says, what if I said it was important? He said, I'd ask you to elaborate, and then I'd say no again.
0: Right. Like, no matter what you say, Rung is not giving them over. And he does point out, he was saying, like, he says here, even if you didn't have a habit of plagiarizing my research, I would still tell you no. So, maybe that had something to do with the whole Rungian versus Freudian Sure. Thing. Things that were coming about and they've kind of discussed before things about Freud's work sounding influenced by Rung's work. So you're kind of like, oh, maybe that's, you know, this is, right. is probably now Rung is giving us the information that kind of links all of that together. Um but yeah no rung is obviously very upset with the idea that freud would even ask him um and freud's like all right uh uh, fine mr moral high grounds
1: right we get we get kind of an interesting exchange here because it's it's information that's very new to us he's uh freud says you told me you made a bad decision uh my biggest mistake and then rung said well having like Sharing my secrets with you was a bigger mistake. Uh Right.
0: Than whatever mistake that Freud has just brought up.
1: Right. Uh and Freud says, Well, I'm gonna ask you one more time, patient notes or no? And obviously he's gonna say no. But we cut to the oil reservoir.
0: Yes. Which is where we let know a little sweetheart named Skids likes to sit and contemplate and have his friend Chromdome probe his neck. Um so he's just thinking back about on his session that he just had with Rung. And he's trying to remember, again, he's blanking on, you can put this one in the cell with blank. And he's trying to remember the name. He's kind of focusing on this. Um, And then we do, we hop back into Skid's memories. And we can see he's made it to the cell now. He's remembering the cell. And he's seeing his cellmate. Um,
1: Uh, And we know this guy.
0: We do. He He gets the mouth flower out of him and this person is in their alt mode at first and then he gets the mouth flower out because he skids and he's amazing and <laughs> um the person transforms and hey it's cork yeah megatron the... was born to try to save you
1: <laughs> basically the last four million years happened because somebody <laughs> had a crush on you
0: uh cork you're a very special person someone loves you very much um And yeah, of course, he's like, he transforms and he's just like, whoa, how did you even do that? That was amazing. And Skids is like, nah, I'm just, I'm a super learner.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's like, oh, it's just a thing I can do.
0: Yeah, it's just something I picked up when I watched them put one together. Um... And yeah, they they officially meet. They exchange names. Um, and Quark very wisely is immediately like Skids, do not let anyone know that you are this <laughs> fucking talented. Do not single yourself out. This place uh, sucks.
1: And Skids asks, so what do people do around here? And uh, Quark is like, well, I mean, we can just talk, or you can rest. Those are the two things. <laughs> That's it. And then very uh, conspicuously he says, they used to play music. They don't anymore.
0: Yes, which is conspicuous. Which is and some then
1: foreshadowing. It's-
0: and even more foreshadowing when a voice outside says, we only play music when we've got something to celebrate. Right. And uh, immediately Quirk transforms again into all mode because that's what he should be. Like he needs them to believe right. he still has his mouth flower in. Um, but that's where Skids' memory starts falling apart again. He, can't, he can hear the voice of the person outside, but he can't place all of the things that they're saying.
1: Uh And so we cut back to Rung and Freud Rung says no I'm not going to Give you my patient notes are you fucking Kidding me Uh and he's like fine Whatever yeah bye God, It
0: was just a joke P.S. will you walk Me to the door please <laughs> And Rung's like What a what
1: I, I I don't know what he is He's <laughs> a jerk
0: <laughs> A total fucker Um yes. So yes they go to the The docking bay Um and we can see that there are guards outside of um, Freud's ship here. And even Rung is like, what are you guys doing? Why are we guarding the shuttle bay? And they're like, uh, since he showed up, God, we'll let Magnus know he's finally leaving. Jeez. Like, they're both relieved. They're like, oh my goodness. Yes, get, get this guy out of here. Which, of course, Rung is like, why is, why is Freud such a big deal? Why are, they, why are they so anxious to get you off sure. the, off of the Lost Light? Have and I
1: met Kindle and Fervor before? I
0: don't think so yeah I they seem they, new to me yeah i think they might just be like if they are in past iteration but no i think like as far as this is concerned this is
1: they're just big tall intro. cute boys
0: they're so cute they're very brightly colored they're yellow and red they look like big robot superheroes
1: fervor has hip guns
0: yeah yeah he does look at those those uh, hips don't lie that's very and they true don't miss <laughs> These um, hips don't miss.
1: That is uh, brilliant. I'm putting
0: that on a shirt. Um, so, so rung, sweet precious idiot, is following Freud onto a ship, <laughs> and Freud is like, "Oh no, they're not anxious to get me off the of, off of the last light. I think they're trying to get my passenger off the last light." And we can see there's a big old hulking robot behind some bars aboard Freud's ship.
1: Uh, and His name is Sunder, and it that is series killer from the serial killer yeah so is sunder a guy who's made up for this or is he like a guy who's been around
0: i think he's made up for this
1: that would make sense to me because he's he's kind of an integral plot point in this it just seems like that's probably a name that would have been used before is why i ask
0: yes yes um so yes he's a very well in the fact that right he's a nemo surgeon um and yeah, sure like and that's, that's very much a thing i'm sure a, right a more than meets the eye kind of idea um but yes so sunder serial killer uh neurosurgeon very good name yeah is here and again he's just he's huge he's massive um and of course Rung is like are you kidding me this guy's your prisoner and for it's like well i mean he looks like it but uh, no yeah he's like hey, for show.
1: it's not that big a deal and uh and almost
0: no i was just gonna say i remember reading this and being like that's almost sweet when <laughs> uh <laughs> freud is explaining he's like i mean what can i say we stayed together it works uh we found a nice uh yeah they have a nice uh thing going here we Which, make it work yeah these love these is rare work. in this universe <laughs> you gotta hold on to what you can get um but yes so freud is saying that he helps Sunder cope with the loss of his brother, and Sunder helps Freud with his work. Um, And Rung is pointing out that Sunder is written all over the walls. He has been writing Mortalis and the Deathbringer in at least 14 different dialects all over the walls. So, you so know, your typical, I... like, hot topic going... Well, yeah. Uh,
1: very, very, he's very goth and he doesn't want to clean his room. Yeah. Um, when I saw that, I recognized it from like Boy Scouts because oh. that stuff on the wall is like a code they taught us where like letters are assigned to certain parts of a grid and whether or not there's a dot in it tells you which grid it's from. And but so, like I didn't bother trying to actually decipher it. I just take their word that it says Mortalist the Deathbringer.
0: I think what I'm hearing is. In Boy Scouts, you were taught to try to summon Mortalis, the Deathbringer.
1: Well, I was doing that anyway.
0: Okay, you were just now but... learning it in like the official right demonic code of Mortalis.
1: I was learning the way the man wants me to summon Mortalis, the Deathbringer, and <laughs> I trust me, I don't need any help summoning Mortalis, the Deathbringer
0: been there we're on speaking terms now Uh,
1: trust me buddy there's nothing you could teach me
0: (laughs) there are a few things greg could probably teach you though um so yeah so uh freud is saying oh yes uh what can i say sunder he's a bit of a fanboy of mortalist and (laughs) guiding hand and all that
1: uh you give a kid one mortalist album (laughs)
0: he can't get enough um but then he does say and this is where things do get very interesting he says that he's especially interested in the concept of interior sin which is the sin that people conceal even from themselves
1: and it's the name of mortalist's first album
0: it is which is argued by many to be his best album so right i'm really
1: i'm really a fan of mortalist's early works
0: (laughs) um ron of course is horrified by all of this. He's as calm and as just like, yeah, I mean this is just our life. Uh Freud is being about all of this. Rung is like, Aren't you worried at all? Um Freud
1: just shrugs and goes, kids, right?
0: Like, what are we gonna do? Um but yeah, Rung is just like, this is not this is he's immediately right. saying like this is not healthy patient doctor behavior it's a
1: it's a massive breach of professionalism
0: yes he's saying that this is codependency he calls it lockset syndrome which i'm guessing is a play off of something like stockholm syndrome almost where it's like yes we've just come to rely on each other and sure you just trust this person that you're with makes Um, sense for me uh, yeah, uh, I tried looking it up, and I was like, I think that's just a term that he threw in there um, that we were all just yeah would would understand what he meant. Um,
1: uh, but-, but Freud turns a back on him. Yeah, and he's like, uh, do you want to talk about too close? Because whatever thing we vaguely referenced before definitely has to do with that,
0: <laughs> right? And so he-
1: Rung says, well, that's entirely different.
0: Yes. Uh, Freud brings up the fateful archetype again, which is the ship. He was like, oh, Rung, I'm surprised you want a model of this ship. Um, and so, yes, then now Freud is explaining to us that uh, Rung was found guilty of malpractice and he was struck off of the ship uh, due to inappropriate patient-practitioner relationships. Um, and apparently that was what the tribunal and the ship decided. And Rung had confided all of this in Freud. And then apparently... Um, but Rung didn't agree with their decision, is what right. he's kind of saying here. He didn't he says feel he had done anything wrong. He says the
1: tribunal made a perverse decision, which is a weird way to phrase that.
0: It is, yeah. Uh, um,
1: Freud calls him eyebrows.
0: Which is him kind of, at least I take it to be him being like, oh, yeah, eyebrows? Because, of course, that's what Skids called Rung earlier. So Freud saw uh, that yeah. and was like, oh, look who's buddy-buddy with his patients. that mm. they're calling him nicknames. Um So then he even reminds Ron like patients are not friends. That is what the tribunal decided. Um, but then he explains to us that uh, the the fateful archetype was shot down, and Rung was apparently the only survivor of that ship, mm. and he could just pretend that none of that ever happened. And so yes, yeah, so we're gathering that the only reason Freud knows right. all of this is because Rung, Rung told
1: him. Told him. Rung, yes. you have a very interesting life that we don't know much about.
0: There's so much. I honestly, from I don't even know which which issue number it would have been. At least seven, I would say, Rung has been like
1: the biggest uh, question mark in the
0: a big question mark he's james
1: like, roberts uh oeuvre yeah
0: yeah um and yeah there's just always something that i'm like just there's something up with there's just which obviously we all know but
1: well yeah i mean one I we like, don't know what his alt mode is about and two right. he's a massive functionist resistance leader in a parallel universe in a parallel,
0: yeah And, of course, we are learning things about, like, even in the past, he looks very similar to how he does now. Even though that was... Part of that was, like, a wink at the fact that it was the time travel thing. Right. Um, But he's got, like, the... uh, his. Like his social social security number or whatever is like one or something like he's got he's just got a lot of weird things.
1: You're a weird guy, Rog.
0: Very weird guy. So even like reading this and being like, so the ship that decided he had committed malpractice gets shot down and somehow he's the only one who survives. Like uh, even yeah. that is a what little
1: the...
0: And then <laughs> even things like now I'm gonna go off on a tangent, even things like when we did have the two different lost lights um, In the one, again, I never got over the fact that they say that Rung disappeared when they jumped. Oh, like I wasn't... don't
1: even remember that.
0: Yeah. They don't say that he gets killed. They say that Rung disappears or some kind of wordplay there where when you read it, you're like, wait a minute. Sure. That's not as definitive as Rung was killed. It's just Rung? that Rung is not on the alternate Lost Light.
1: We gotta crack this tonight.
0: This we're gonna do it. This show's gonna be five hours. Sit in everybody. Um, we're gonna
1: we're gonna we're gonna sweep the nation with our <laughs> And more speculate than meets the wildly. Eye
0: yes. Uh, so yeah, so that's why like be on your toe about this guy i love Rung. i do think he's just precious i want to trust him implicitly <laughs> and usually anytime i start to like get on his case about something something else happens to like sway my concerns and be like well oh, okay. sure no i mean fine.
1: he's been pretty precious for a long yeah. long time
0: he hasn't really i mean yeah he hasn't we're clearly supposed
1: to like Rung. we're yes. supposed to trust which him, which
0: is also a kind of you know that that's terrifying sketchy yeah yeah that doesn't seem like that seems like a thing we should be paying attention to that we're supposed to like this guy so much so i'm just saying i'm just tossing it out there but Uh, i yeah very an interesting thing to think about is all the stuff that we kind of know about wrong and all the stuff that we don't know about wrong
1: it's very very puzzling
0: yes um but back in the moment here um
1: yes uh, he's wrong, he's right, and he's saying, No, you, haven't, you can't leave because you got to meet Sunder here. Ugh. Uh,
0: and Rung's like, Wait, no, 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 I don't want to. Um, and then of course, Freud is talking to Sunder. He's like, Sunder, sweetheart, we have a visitor, come meet him. It's wrong, I was telling you all about him. And then I remember, like, losing my breath when I, like, <laughs> turned to the next page because, oh, my God. This he, man
1: ain't got no eyes.
0: He's got no eyes. His mouth is just, like... He's got teeth. open. He's got yeah. a lot of teeth uh, and no eyes. I, yeah, I have a thing about missing eyes, too. Long arms, missing eyes. I was like, ooh, this these issues know how to get to me, don't they?
1: Well, it, I think there's a very innate human sort of revulsion instinct in seeing a face that looks like a skeleton. Like sure. visible teeth, yeah. I think, are meant to freak people out, which is why anytime you want to show like, oh look this robot's scary, you just peel its face away.
0: Yeah. Uh, which I,
1: I I can talk a whole lot about because I have a lot of thoughts on it. But
0: maybe uh,
1: we'll, maybe in alt mode. Maybe. I just <laughs> might. Uh, Freud says that This is a control mechanism. Yes. Um, And he has encouraged Sunder to believe that he needs to see his victims before he can operate on them. And he says, oh, Freudian slip victim. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But basically, Sunder is able to do remote Nemo surgery and access your memories just by looking at you
0: which is horrifying
1: yes it's not good
0: it's very very bad um and apparently yes and according to sunder memories have flavors and the worse and more dark and more deeply buried a memory the better and sweeter it tastes Um, yummy yummy yeah
1: he's
0: (laughs) he's just looking for a snack here um so, uh, and then, of course, he reiterates that memories that are buried super deep, those sweet, sweet memories, those are the fatal ones. Those are the ones that can cause harm if they are uh, brought up. Those by... good, good,
1: bad memories.
0: Yeah. Um, and so now, of course, Wrong is like, oh, God, this is why you wanted to know about my patients. So right. essentially, he would have just a list of people that he could Feed to Sunder, um, uh,
1: and and he makes it clear that like that's what he meant by them helping each other. Is he finds people to feed memories to Sunder, and Sunder helps him do silent remote Nemo surgery.
0: Yes, which is yeah. There you go. What a fucking just you scum freud um and then yeah
1: (laughs) yeah, if you're if you're a psychiatrist or therapist having someone who can do that pretty big help and also horrifying
0: absolutely and now of course we know why he's so popular and why he's so renowned on scarvix is because he's believed to be much better than he actually is solo um and so now of course we get the whole picture and he's just He's saying, you know, if Rung had just told him who his patients were, he could just, could just go to that
1: guy. But now yeah, he's got to have everyone.
0: We got to do it the hard way. And it's so great because he like presses Rung's face up to the bars where Sunder then also puts his face. And you're just like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God, that'd be like the scariest i <laughs> like,
1: I can't believe they're going to kiss.
0: It totally looks like that. Sunder's got Just like, mad. That's so
1: out of character for wrong.
0: It is. I mean, and you're just like, Fred, you can't rush things like this. Um, but luckily, Freud gets shot in the chest by, hey, we've seen this hook before. <laughs> yeah. Our hero skids. Here we love today. that boy. Yeah, uh, we do.
1: And Skids is like, what What do you... R- Rung tells him to run, and he's like, you just told me to come here. What's the yeah, deal? Yeah, wait, what? It's Why
0: do you want me to leave? Very which of course, confused, which is funny. It is very funny. Yeah, poor Skids. And of course, we as the Readers are like, oh my God, no, Skids, get out of here. Because we know, <laughs> they keep being like, if you remember all this too fast, you'll die. This is going right. to be bad. Um, and now we have a guy who could make that happen just by looking at him. Bad news. Um, so yeah, Skids is like, I don't know what you're panicking about. Wrong, but I'm here to help you. You sent me a message asking for my help with that remote thing. Again, how can we Let's work it
1: out, friend. (laughs) What seems to be the problem? Old Skids can help.
0: Let's wrap. He, like, turns a chair backwards and sits astride it. (laughs) Um,
1: We've had a lot of fun here today, but there's nothing therapy about having needles shoved in your head.
0: (laughs) Um, but... So, yes, so Brung explains the only reason he called for skids was because he was understandably suspicious of Freud. And we can see as they were talking, Freud takes his uh, primal beads, I think is what they are called. Right. Calling. He breaks them off and he throws them on the ground. And then we realize, oh, those are Sunder's eyeballs.
1: Cool. Okay.
0: Rolls them over and he's like, okay, down boy, pick them up. And they hop perfectly into <laughs> Sunder's face
1: which i i it's what a what a what a world we live in uh but we see that sunder's head is just this giant radar dish
0: oh my god he's so like bravo god he's so unsettling looking
1: and his dentures are kind of popping out
0: yeah his teeth are really showing again um and he we can see his word bubbles are all black
1: yeah he has the sandman style white text on black bubbles and he speaks very uh neil Gaiman as well
0: yeah so we can tell he's he's thing it's this whole mortalist thing he's very inspired by the album he's inspired by the way you know he's heard mortalists speak at least in his heart
1: he was Um, at their tour on kaon
0: yeah yeah and he yeah he just is going on about how how young and thin wigged and and like it's kind of it's like you think
1: of sin oh
0: my god i know like the things he's saying. I was like the
1: sour light and brown noise <laughs> you That's... reek of what you've done
0: and what you do again if only you could overcome the shame of it all ah. i remember james teasing that line before this book came out and i was like this sounds way dirtier than i'm sure it is <laughs> But I was like, I'm hoping this is a line between Ultra Magnus and Megatron. Well, um, sure. <laughs> from early on in their relationship. Unfortunately, it was just a serial killer. Um,
1: <laughs> just another serial killer. <laughs> oh, that lost light.
0: The lost light always just... They can't seem to get rid of them. So, Places yeah, crawling
1: he- with them. <laughs> it's lousy with serial killers
0: lousy with serial killers over there and he's yeah but he's all he's very you can tell it's just like breathy and creepy sounding and uh he then turns his attention to rung whose glasses shatter when oh no yeah i know
1: i i like as as a person who wears glasses i got real worried here
0: i know you're like oh no Rung, will you be able to see um And because obviously now, yes, uh, Sunder's in his head. And Freud's even explaining that to us. Like, "Ah, aha, he's going to get your patient list now. Like, we should have just handed it over. And now you've shown him the menu is what he says. He's going to want uh, to eat everybody aboard this ship. He's going to go uh, hog wild on this ship.
1: And we see Skids sort of like melting into his memories because we can see Quark back there. And yes. he's in his cell. And the voice outside says, I want to meet our new multi-talented arrival. So whoever this is, the commandant, as Quark says, already knows that Skin is er, Skids is a uh, whatever he is. It's an outlier. A he's a yes. super
0: learner. Yes uh
1: and it's just that cool fun guy we all love uh good old tarn
0: it's yeah there good old
1: jeffrey mctarn right outside (laughs) he's in charge of this whole prison that skids is in
0: strutting into the cell and he just says hello skids i have a favor to ask and yikes i mean yay i mean yikes (laughs) tarn fucking tarn.
1: what a what a what a guy
0: that he is certainly a guy that is for true um so
1: well we don't know under that mask could be anything
0: it really could which of course is interesting it's very much the same way that they kept calling shockwave the senator they just keep calling him like they haven't said his name at all they've only called him the commandant so far um and yeah that's speak memory part one
1: there you go everybody
0: So before we hop into the next part here, did you have what were your did you have any fun? uh, No, I had no fun reading that issue.
1: Uh, so it's it's weird because like I feel I might be the only person who like just forgets Skids exists. Like he's such a small part of this comic to me, and I know. I know that, like, like to everyone else, he seems to be like a very, like, a full-on main character. But me, he I'm is. like, oh yeah, what's that guy's name? Swerve? No, he's the small guy.
0: Oh my goodness, how
1: I we don't know he'd just never stop sh- making he's not, this like...
0: show right now because if you are not paying attention to the characters, <laughs> if you don't know who fucking Skids is by now, then I'm gonna cancel this entire thing.
1: He just doesn't seem like that big a deal to me. Just
0: been here since issue two greg
1: i know he has but i don't like care Oh, uh-huh. uh, i yeah I like him never in mind we're sister shutting sister this down line. thanks for That's listening fine. everybody
0: uh um, sound out wave is over because my co-host just broke my heart <laughs> and punched me in the gut and then stabbed my face
1: I don't know how many times has he been important. He's been important. Oh my God! In the beginning, he's been important in the, uh, the
0: legislators. He yes. was there in the Shadowplay events. He, right. Shadow he was literally there in Shadowplay. He I know he was he was an in outlier. the events of Play. Um. Yeah. What that, I'll legislators... tell you this:
1: every time he comes up, I need to be reminded that that is his ability. Oh my
0: God! You. I'm just gonna start getting mad here because you're reminding me I'm of my sorry. friend who watches Game of Thrones and doesn't pay attention to anybody's fucking names and then gets mad because he doesn't know what's going on in Game of Thrones because he's not paying attention.
1: Well, it's not like I don't know anything. It's just that I forgot about that guy in particular. I don't know for some how reason, that's
0: even possible. For
1: some reason, he has like a memory deflector thing on <laughs> maybe it. I'm getting Nemo surgery. Maybe <laughs> that's it. Maybe. i'm just having skids taken out of my mind every time <laughs> um but i was very 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 happy to see my good good cyclone still alive yes Cyclonus and my good good fine. tailgate because i thought he might have exploded
0: <laughs> right they did kind of leave us in, like, in a it was it <laughs> not was a, a good rough, place yeah it was a very precarious position to be in at the end of uh 47 it was Uh, scary it was unknown but yeah no they're fine they're all right and we can see even that the cover 49 tailgate's fine
1: sure i'm glad that getaway and atomizer were both murdered by ultra magnus just (laughs) ground into dust
0: yeah just Uh, pulverized right there on the spot
1: and can never show up again in anything ever that's great love that. that's it
0: they're done they're done um so yeah let's hop into 49 then
1: uh yeah um i one more thing i'm glad yeah. thunderclash is back but we didn't like he was offhandedly mentioned in this one. Like, Ooh. oh yeah by the way thunderclash is back
0: right just so you know thunderclash is awake he's fine more he's good
1: i wonder um, if we'll see him anytime soon
0: Hmm. i don't know i don't know if we will <laughs> so yes so 49 we have right um,
1: it's it's cute because tailgate's putting up his dukes
0: tailgate he's ready to box yeah he's being a protector here and in fact he's protecting somebody we were just talking about (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah we continue exactly where we left off there aboard the ship um and rung is hopelessly begging with sunder to please leave skids alone you're going to hurt him you're going to kill him please stop looking at him
1: but Um, all sunder's doing is helping him celebrate his sin so what's the (laughs) worst that could happen
0: which my note here just says this sounds like me dragging people into undertale like i'm just here to help (laughs) you celebrate your sin come with me we're gonna have fun um and he's in celebrating his sin we hop back into his memories and we can see he's doing some some work here, helping Tarn out.
1: Uh, I like that Tarn is in vehicle mode because we know Tarn has an addiction to changing forms.
0: Loves transforming. Um, and so he's asking Skids how it's going, and Skids like eh, it's slow. Um, and so we get an immediate sense of what they've kind of decided on here. Tarn is saying he's happy to wait for the results that Skids will hopefully give him. Um, and so he's saying here that, like, he told Skids that he would release 50 prisoners if Skids could fix the teleport generators. But if Skids can't, he will kill 10 times right. that many people.
1: Uh, and Skids has a great line. He says, make sure that motivation, you should put it on a poster.
0: Well, see, this is where I'm like, how do you not know who Skids is? That's who he is. Skids is always just kind of like, he's a funny guy.
1: He's Everybody's funny.
0: Nah, Skids has, like, got, like, a certain... Like, they're
1: all he's funny. so
0: cool on, yes they are all funny i feel like skids to me i'm like yeah no he's just he's a cool guy like skids is like to me yeah i always like he's the cool customer he's maybe you know, part of one. it is
1: anytime he's... i see someone who's blue i go oh it's whirl and then i find out it's not whirl and i go oh no they're really two care.
0: completely different shades of blue
1: yeah but they're both blue and clearly Who's this guy? Getaway, Nighthawk. What's this guy's name? Skids. Yeah, I don't care about him.
0: Oh my god, you better take that back. <laughs> I'm gonna shut. What's his shit name?
1: Down right Wheeljack.
0: Jack? <laughs> Man, uh, again, I'm taking applications for another co-host. I'm happy to, yeah, if uh, if anybody's interested. Uh, mine uh, might get a uh, nemo surgeon here pretty soon, but so anyway, uh, Skid's right? Like, Tarn anyway, has Tarn. Bumblebee
1: locked up, and the Bumblebee's making this teleporter for him. Uh,
0: <laughs> and so uh, Skids is like, uh, also, P.S. It doesn't matter. You can make good on freeing those prisoners because I just finished fixing this thing for you. Um, and he explains what it was, and it's just like, yeah, that was it. That was your problem. Um,
1: and Tarn is like, good job. I'm very proud of you. You're my sweet, sweet boy
0: yeah and uh he yeah is kind of talking to his other deception kind of like hey are you paying attention look how good this guy is um everybody
1: be more like skids
0: (laughs) all of you pay attention to skids here he's being a real go-getter um (laughs) they take him back to his cell where he's very just like blissed out on the fact that i don't know he (laughs) Cork is even trying to like figure out he's like god why are you smiling (laughs) we're in prison
1: baby boy did a good good job
0: yeah Skids is just kind of even even the way he's sitting. God, he's so cute. He's so precious. I'm so annoyed. That this is like he is a forgettable <laughs> character, and I like can't even respect you. Oh, um, don't
1: worry. I would never forget Quark. Who's this I'm other guy, though?
0: Going to murder you. Um, so yeah, Quark is just like God. Skids, stop, stop being. And he like calls him Tarn's pet, and he's like, "This is just this is what he does. He plays favorites." Um, but of course we know that Skids is, and he's trying to say this to Quark. Quark is like, why are you helping him? He's not, uh, like, he's the bad guy here. Right. And um, Skids
1: is like, because I'm going to save 50 lives. And yeah. Quark is like, uh, they're going to be sent to slave planets, dude.
0: Right. Uh, like, I don't know why. And Skids, in his mind, is like, that's better than being locked up here. Like, here you get poisoned and... Just you kind of just rot away, but at least on another world, yeah, you're yeah, I mean, enslaved you're... to these people, but at least you get out of here. I mean, and obviously, none of these things are really that great, All right? It's not a, it's not a positive
1: situation, but, no. Uh, Skids believes he's saving lives, which is what's important, yes. Uh, and then music begins to play, and it's the Empyrean suite,
0: yes, which is a big deal because, of course, we'll remember. Tarn saying in Skids' memory that they would only play music when there was something to celebrate.
1: Uh, and the Empyrean Suite specifically has meaning to Skids because yes. it was the thing he could remember.
0: It's the only thing from all of this that is trapped in his head that he can that he could conjure, that he could bring back. So, probably gonna get some uh clarification there pretty soon, maybe.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um so then we cut back to what's happening now, and uh, it, we see Freud is uh, unlocking Sonder's cage here, his cage that's just for show.
1: Uh, I love that Rung is freaking out, but in this next panel, Freud's just like, trust me, this is the least worst option, and he just looks so, like, Dilbert about it. He's, like, so resigned, <laughs> he's like, trust me, this is the least worst option. <laughs>
0: It's just like, yep, and this is just what we got to well, do. Go get
1: him, buddy. Do your business.
0: <laughs> uh, We can see, yeah, Uh, Kindle and, oh my goodness.
1: I'm not going to be able to help you.
0: We were just talking about him. The Starts cute, with an F, maybe? Yeah, like fret or something. It's not that. They rush back in. Fervor, that was it. Kindle and Fervor. That was it, you're right. Rush back in, and they're like, <laughs> back in the cage, mister. Um, <laughs> and of course, Sander's You get like, back. Like get on there, and uh, Sunder looks at them, and then, and he, of course, he's doing more like moralist impressions, and uh, tells them that they're all gonna sin, and it's gonna be fun. More and of they have to poetry look poetry reading, themselves. yes. And then we just hear <laughs> this panel. We can hear something happen off screen <laughs> to Ferber and Kendall. Adamana,
1: he had only a slutch.
0: Slutch. and it's yeah. Um, but I do that panel. I, like I know Skids and wrong are horrified right. it's it's style. very
1: traumatic and but like they're very but cute. They're so
0: like cartoony and also wrong has his hand his hand around Skid's head and it's adorable.
1: It's very like when Scooby leaps into Shaggy's arms.
0: <laughs> it totally is. Um, so yes, awful things. Something has that just happened off panel, but it's a cute panel because of those two and how cute they are. Um, and then we can see <laughs> Rung has begun transmitting what's happening. Or he he's now, yeah, he's sending whatever he's just recorded. He is sending it somewhere. Um, and so then we cut to sometime later. So that's where we leave off with them. The fact that Sunder's just been released. Some slutching just happened to the guards. <laughs>
1: and- God, what a word. <laughs>
0: And now we hop back and we have somebody uh, searching around looking for others.
1: Right. Good news. Uh, tailgate's up.
0: Tailgate's awake. TG. So we'll have here. to figure
1: out how he got on his on his, back on his sea legs. But
0: Right. Uh, which I don't know. Like maybe he just, yeah, like came out of his coma. Like maybe he was just like, he just woke up. Uh, but the,
1: the first person he sees is getaway, which isn't good.
0: Yes, he's looking down in the maximum security brig. So we know that he must have been looking a, quite a bit over the ship at this point. Like, he's he's looking kind of everywhere for people. And yeah, he finds Getaway. And he's, of course, very annoyed. He's like, oh, great. You're the person I mook.
1: find. This palooka.
0: <laughs> this one. Um, And it is it is so funny because, yeah, he's got his flashlight on Getaway. We can only see part of Getaway which immediately because then uh tailgate saying like he can't find anybody the ship is deserted and there's writing everywhere and i remember reading this the first time i was like and it felt straight up like a like a horror movie it's like very bioshock yeah like it's just creepy like the fact that mortalist saves is like scrawled on the walls and there's then, a
1: period at the end
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> it's cute to me for some reason. <laughs>
0: It's very proper. Um, but then Tailgate points out that there are round things on the ground. There was one outside the meta bay and there's one sitting here. And they kind of look like naval mines, but he doesn't know uh, what they are.
1: At first I was like, oh shit, that's a brain module. but Me
0: too. Yeah, like it really looks like that. So immediately you're like, oh my God, this is just horror yeah. like, Well,
1: nothing good is happening.
0: Yeah, just a bunch of creepy stuff. And Getaway's not responding and um tailgate tailgate kind of turns on him he's like are you fucking kidding me dude like you nearly get me killed and now you're not even gonna respond to me um and then of course he's like you almost got me killed you almost got cyclonus killed and then we can see he has taken the innermost ender john that uh, cyclonus left for him and he's put it on a chain and is wearing it which is adorable so cute Uh, Oh, he loves him so much. But
1: that's how he knows that Cyclonus is alive.
0: Yeah, yes. So he's like, he's fine. He's here somewhere. Um, And Getaway still isn't responding. And then, and he says, well blank you then he punches and we can tell no obviously he's telling him to fuck off Um, uh
1: and he punches and the glass shatters which is impressive
0: yes which is very weird at first like after you read the book you're like oh right that's why it shattered but right like yeah at first you're like what the hell how is this
1: teensy boy
0: yeah he is a this is boy, the maximum a... security way. Uh, right. That's a feat. And then we, the reader, see why Getaway was not responding. And I am very ambivalent about Getaway's punishment. I still don't know how I feel about it. Hmm. Like, because we, okay, so we see Getaway for anybody. Because I, I feel like there are listeners who sure, haven't yeah. necessarily read these books or don't have it in front of them. He's suspended. He's had his... Legs and arms removed, and uh, his mouth is gone. Like yeah, his, his, voice his bottom jaw has been is gone, basically taken out. Yes, yeah. so he can't speak. He can't move, and he's he's suspended the way we've seen. Like Overlord was suspended the way yes. we've seen. Wrong suspended. That's in the what it seemed universe. like to me. Yes, so he's clearly, obviously, he's being held uh, maximum security. And we know, like, because after this issue came out, um, a lot of people had differing uh, feelings on this. Specific sure. Thing, this punishment that's been dealt here. Um, and it was kind of um, like defended by being like, well, I mean, he's a, this he escapes. Like, that's what this guy does. We've seen that like, that's what he and Skids do. That was why they were special agents. So they had to take all the precautions to make sure he couldn't get out, which is why they, and we can see his legs and arms haven't been torn off. They've been surgically removed same with his mouth like it's all very you know he's not bleeding he's not torn apart here but he is i don't know it's hard it's i I, yeah i'm still
1: well it for me it's it's i maybe maybe my view on it is like hypocritical but for me it's very easy to differentiate like what I want to happen to a person versus what I want to happen to a fictional character. And there's a comedian, and I'm not going to be able to remember who it is. And let me know if you remember. It's things like Tig Notaro or oh. Kristen Shaw or somebody. Oh. But there's a bit about how they're like, so I've been watching a lot of 24. And in real life, I, I, I'm i adamantly like opposed to torture, very against any sort of super legal procedures, but on twenty four, <laughs> I want Jack Bauer to torture the shit out of these people, <laughs> like,
0: and that's how, like,
1: fuck, fuck, get away. Okay,
0: guy sucks. Which uh, th- that's fair, and I I understand that thinking, and I feel like that's how a lot of people do think about it. For some, yeah, I. Yeah, it's it's tough for me. I it's remember, intense, certainly. Yes, but... I think the first time that I read this, I think the mouth really does it for me. Um yeah, the fact that I his mean... like mouth is just left like gaping open, and we can see that yeah, it's been part of it's been removed. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, this like I said, lot, anytime but...
1: anytime you want something to be gruesome, just have exposed <laughs> teeth. Absolutely,
0: uh, you're not wrong. It does make like, it way more brutal.
1: When you think about what getaway did yes it was conspiracy well, and... to like murder the captain of the ship you're on which is like the highest form of mutiny you can get yes uh, so and, and the guy is known for getting out of things so i mean i get
0: absolutely it. and that's where i'm like i can't but yeah like i get it i get why all the things were taken there's just i feel some also he's, he's just a piece soft. of shit i know he's a total piece of shit he's like the fucking worst he's <laughs> he's Terrible. I there's just some, uh, yeah, some no, I get Loser, it. soft part of me that's like, but
1: <laughs> you're sounding a lot like a human right now, now. Oh
0: no. Oh no. <laughs> okay, backtrack. Backtrack. I mean, fuck <laughs> that guy. He's the worst. So he totally deserves exactly uh, this. Moving um, on. But, no, and... I
1: I understand completely. I'm I'm not judging my.
0: Well, yeah. I mean. It's, it, yeah, it's just... But, I mean, that's that's part of why I was, like, excited to talk about these. It was like, there's a lot of things to be discussed. And that's... We get a lot of that in more than meets the eye. And that's always good. But, um... So, Tailgate obviously leaves them there. Tailgate did not look in enough to see the extent to what we've just seen with getaway. So that's why he's like, why aren't you talking? I don't fucking care. Never mind. Screw you. I hope we get the life you deserve is what he says to him. Um, which I think that also was part of me being like, oof, brutal. Um, so then he goes to investigate the little round thing on the ground that he, he's, uh, he says he's been finding.
1: And then three bots walk up and they say, Hey, you might hurt him.
0: Yeah. Be careful. And
1: Kate is shocked that this thing that he's looking at is a person.
0: Yeah. And the three bots who just approached are Skids and Rung and Freud. Mm. Um, and Rung is explaining that, yes, uh, it was a person. And they're f- and it still is, if they're alive. Right.
1: Right. There, there's a chance to fix this.
0: Yes. And so then Skids explains, or one of them is explaining, I can't tell exactly who the, the bubble is, belongs to, um, that there's, of course, there's a psychotic neurosurgeon on board. And but yeah it's Sunder. he can operate on you from a distance right Um,
1: uh what's his name freud points out sunder edits your memories to make you think your alt mode is the best form of defense and then makes you forget how to change shape uh so you turn yourself inside out is what he says and it's the most painful thing a cybertronian can experience
0: which god that's pretty
1: fucking gruesome
0: it's super gruesome and like even like and i think that's one of those things too because of course like i read these as they came out so this is me returning to the these so i don't have my first reactions uh fresh in my head but even then like you look at the thing and as soon as they say oh no it is somebody you're like oh my god just because like you're not (laughs) used to seeing them as like bundles of wires and parts just kind of crammed together um, yeah we so don't like, like thinking oh. about that which and even in that case we can see it kind of looks like there's a spoiler sticking out of there and you're like oh god and we know who it is by the end of it but right. yeah that's what well, and
1: i mean if that were a person that would just be a giant pile of organs and bones exactly and muscle and stuff which is pretty horrifying
0: yeah absolutely um and so Tailgate grabs Rung, and he's like, oh my god, Tailgate, lay off, that was super tight. Um, But then, of course, Tailgate wants to know where Cyclonus is, and Rung is like, I suspect he's in his room like everybody else, the ship is on lockdown, and he explains that when Megatron heard Sunder was loose, he turned off all the lights and made everybody hide themselves, which just... A hero captain, Negatron. I love that he was immediately quick to action. Everybody give me rooms.
1: Lockdown.
0: Lockdown. We're turning off all the lights so he can't see anybody. Um. Smart boy. I love him. I'm glad he's our captain. Um, But then Tailgate's like, but you guys are out here. What are you guys doing walking around? And um, Rung explains that they need to find Dome because Skids, since Sunder had gotten into his head, he's remembering all these things too fast. Which is why, of course, we are getting memories. We know now Tarn. All of that stuff with him is because it's now underway. He's remembering in time what happened.
1: Uh, Which is fatal.
0: Yes, which is much too fast, and that's where Rung is like, we gotta find chromnome and get him to kind of put the brakes on this. Um, and so, and he's even saying like, something so terrible happened in Grindcore. He, he
1: literally cannot comprehend it.
0: Yes. So, and explaining again, whatever it was, Skids needs to remember it very slowly around people he trusts, or yes, this is gonna get very bad. Um, and of course freud is still here and he's like oh, oh, oh look at you rung you're you're mad at me that's I'm, I'm so honored
1: rung looks pissed
0: oh he's mad he's real mad and sunder
1: um, even or er, sunder freud even says like is that the first time you've ever scowled uh and <laughs> hashtag blessed <laughs> i love this because Rung is like how could you let him out of his cage he goes oh sunder and He's like <laughs> Like he didn't know who we were right, talking like, about. Like, wait,
0: who are we talking about again? Um, and Rung wants to know. He's saying, Freud, are you afraid of him?
1: How like could he... you forget a major character like Sunder, Freud? <laughs> God, Come on.
0: Freud. Um, and Freud explains to us that he's like, yeah, God, of course I'm afraid of Sunder. Did you see that guy? Um, but he's <laughs> explaining here that yes, the whole Scarvix thing, the fact that Sunder is his, he's probing the memories the minds of people remotely and then feeding the information back. Da da da. Right. There you go. Bada bing big, boom. Uh, he's renowned on Scarvix now, Freud is. He's a hero. Yeah. And uh,
1: and and so Skid starts freaking out and Rung thinks, Well that must mean Scar uh, Sunder is nearby. So many names. Uh <laughs> there are sorry. A lot of names. Skid, Sunder, Scarvix. <laughs> Freud, uh, Grindcore, <laughs> which is a genre. <laughs> um Anyway, we we see yeah. that Sunder is indeed nearby. He looks creepy.
0: Oh, he looks so creepy! Like I said, horror movie up in here. He's like coming around the corner, and um, also note the Autobot symbol on his shoulder. I just think you know it's an interesting thing to like see. It. Oh, yeah, Sunder's an Autobot.
1: Wow, what?
0: Yeah, he's an Autobot, and he's terrifying. Which, yeah, I mean, I guess.
1: Do we know why that is?
0: I would think because they like. I'm guessing um, just the fact that like he used to be a surgeon like he was a nemo surgeon oh yeah I guess this is right. not a thing wow. yeah he became obsessed with mortalists like all of these things ended up happening so yeah he's a big old scary autobot that's an um,
1: interesting character detail to add to him that I did not even notice.
0: Yeah. But it's right there on his shoulder. There you um, go.
1: Just more proof. The Autobots are bad and everyone should be Decepticons. <laughs> uh, but we flash back to, speaking of Decepticons, everyone should want to be like.
0: <laughs> Tarn. Uh yeah.
1: Talking to uh, Jeremy? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Tarn talking to Jeremy. Jeremy was fixing these teleporters that Tarn keeps talking about.
0: Um <laughs> and he's like praising him he's like oh, really well done that was just great <laughs> yeah. um
1: jeremy's just eating it up
0: yeah um and S- tarn is telling him that they can now transport twice as many prisoners as they used to he's so pleased with skids's work um and he shows him a like a data pad he shows him his little ipad and it's like look yeah here's 50 inmates we put them in the manganese mountains like we promise they're safe um and then Skids gets a little bold, and he's like, okay, cool, next time you're gonna save a hundred. And Tarn's like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Um, <laughs> and Skids is like, yeah, the next time I have to help you, you're gonna help more people. And Tarn's like, uh, no, but I don't need you anymore, bro. Right, okay. he's like,
1: snare watched you. Uh, you're, you're redundant, David Brent. uh <laughs> And he says, literally, and... and...
0: Well, because, yeah, he's saying, I'm going to let you... I'm letting you go now because I don't need you anymore. Right. And Skid's like, wait, you're going to, like, literally let me go? And Tarn says, well, yeah, and the next tele- mass teleport, you'll be in there. Like, you you get to be one of the travelers. What do you say? Uh, and sweet, precious Skid says, can I give someone else my place? And he looks so uh crafty there. He looks <laughs> very <laughs> Cunning. like... Cunning. Mm, yes. Um, which, of course, we know. Right. It's going to be Quark. Yeah. He's going to give his cellmate his spot because he uh, wants to get Quark out of there. He's trying to yeah. do good here. Because
1: he just hates Quark so much. Yes. He's a more memorable character. I get it. Trust me. <laughs> I
0: hate you. Um, so then we <laughs> sh- uh, cut back to the ship. Right. Uh, rog, you're so precious. He's like, Freud, get over here and help me block Skid so he can't. So Sunder can't see him. Right.
1: Sunder has to maybe like seeing something to have it work yeah uh and, and then... he says that freud is so kind and caring but heaving with sin filled to the brim with a blue black sap
0: it must be pretty sweet according to Sunder. Uh, which so yeah he's turned on freud now
1: yeah and and speaking of turning freud uh yeah freud just his insides explode and oh it's gosh. horrifying the it... way that freud Yes, it it is the, turned inside out.
0: Right, we see the transformation happen here. Like we we've seen the results. Now we're seeing what happens when it takes place. And yeah, it's his like his like back is bending. Like his head is bending towards his legs. His arms are bending outwards, and his insides just look like it almost looks like spider legs or octopus tentacles. Just all of his, yeah, like, yeah. You know,
1: it's inner uh,
0: cords and everything are shooting outwards. It's
1: nuts. It's is, some straight-up body horror. Y-
0: yes, absolutely. Um, And, like, almost as, like, a sick, like, almost a joke, it's making the transformation sound.
1: Oh, well, yeah, I mean, he, yeah.
0: As it's happening, because he's trying to transform, and he doesn't know how. Ugh, which, I, ugh, yeah, it's so creepy. It creeps me out. What um, an awful, awful thing to do to somebody. And
1: we see him lying there as a pile of inside-out robot when Sunder gets shot.
0: Yeah, by, ooh, ooh. Look at this uh, group of hotties who just walked in <laughs> down to the maximum security brig. we uh, 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 He was just shot by, whoa, all red caps, Thunderclash.
1: <laughs> Good old tailgate saying his name there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tailgate right next to him and then Chrome Dome and good old Megatron right behind him there.
0: They all look great. Everyone. Great team. Congratulations, love this everybody. Team. You're looking good. Um, and Thunderclash is... <laughs> I love it because his response is... We, we know that uh, Sunder got away because <laughs> Thunderclash says pretty fast for a ruffian, which way did he go? <laughs> which like immediately I'm just like Thunderclash, ruffian. you... Uh, he's like a good old boy he's like the way um uh steve rogers will like say old timey (laughs) things but he but like in yeah that's what it kind of reminds me of he's our captain america here
1: we're Um, all soldiers now thunderclash
0: (laughs) yes let's start putting those quotes in here um so yes rung is like he took a left at the end of the corridor um he's probably going to the shuttle shuttle bay um and Dome immediately is like, you guys go. And we can see he's got his needles out. So we can guess Chromedome's just falling around them around, undoing the uh, transformation bundles. Right. All these poor, poor, sweet darlings who are inside out around the ship. Um, And Megatron does let us know that, yes, the, yeah. the bundle that Tailgate found is Rodimus.
1: He recognizes him.
0: Yeah. And he's saying that Thunder must have caught him turning off the lights in the brig, which that was sweet of Rod. He didn't want Getaway to get gotten. Like he, he went down to the brig and he shut off the lights there. Um, and, but Chromedome's still like, you go with Thunderclash. Both of you go get him. Stop him. Um, uh,
1: and chrome dome is talking to rung here and he's he can see that skids is freaking out and he's like don't tell me he's talking he's, is he is he remembering grindcore and that awesome grindcore concert he went back to in 98 <laughs> uh <laughs> and, and, Korn and Korn. rung is absolutely corn was there it was insane um it was
0: just off the hook
1: is one of the best new metal shows in history. Uh, But Jeffrey is about to panic and Chrome Dome is like, don't worry. I'll make sure he doesn't remember this basically. Yes. Um, He's going
0: to shut that shit down right now.
1: uh, And Rung is like, well, that's my cue. Bye.
0: (laughs) He's like, hold up, hold up. Both of you teeny tiny boys are not going after Sunder. (laughs) Uh, Maybe you should leave that to the experts is what he says. Um, And (laughs) look at rung's face in this next panel his
1: tongue is out
0: (laughs) he's given a full-on like anime like haha but i got one of these and he's tap tapping something on his waist and you're just like Rung, you crafty fox what are you up to
1: Rung, you sly boy
0: you just you sweet little cunning darling what are you gonna do
1: what what do you what do you got there young man (laughs)
0: <laughs> come on and show us so that we hop over to the shuttle bay we could see Sunder's about to leave right we would think on his ship um and i love this next like we can see Sunder going up the ramp to the ship and megatron stops thunderclash he's like hold up and Thunderclash is like what he's gonna he's gonna leave which i do want to say just really quickly i love that like Thunderclash woke up and was apparently immediately like, okay, Megatron's captain, cool. And Megatron's <laughs> like, I'm excited to meet you. And Thunderclash is like, oh my God, same. I'm, you know, yeah. I hadn't
1: considered that.
0: Right, I'm like, he's the greatest Autobot we know. And he's like, oh yes, hello, captain. Um, and here they are, hot team. I just,
1: um, I want to imagine Thunderclash's first instinct. Like even before he knew what was going on, he's like, lives are at stake.
0: Yeah. Like I am needed. Like my Point
1: need me to where need me. I'm needed.
0: Let's go. Let's do this. um But so the Megatron says he's just remembered Thunder had an accomplice, and Thunderclash is like, right, Scepter, his tw- his brother who right. was destroyed. And Megatron's like, no, Scepter died. There's a difference between dying and being destroyed. And, and then, uh-huh, as if on cue yeah their fucking ship transforms into a giant like mech suit like sunder is diva in like a huge <laughs> huge mech now
1: uh sunder and he's like is looking online.
0: down at him and he says have you met my big brother scepter and i were very close and we still are
1: uh no more white on black bubbles. yeah
0: no more black bubbles here hmm not as goth um, <laughs> yeah, eh. which I do love. They do and to bring that up because I'd made a little note and I was like, oh, good. They pointed out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Megatron and Thunderclash are still like, whatever, we're still going to fight. Um, and S- Sunder says, uh, he says, do you think death scares me in the slightest? I've lived half my life in the shadows. He imagines death so much it feels more like a memory. And so, <laughs> yeah, he's just saying like, I do love this because he's saying that Nemo surgeons get an addiction like they they die right. on the job yeah they they are
1: constant the the fatal injection is always the next one he says
0: but, right like they don't stop they know it'll kill them eventually but they don't right. stop injecting uh
1: and Thunderclash does point out that he's dropped the mortalist impersonation
0: yeah uh, <laughs> he's like yeah you don't sound so tough anymore you scared teenager
1: uh, but then he begins turning Thunderclash inside out.
0: Yeah, so now we get like an up close. <laughs> yeah, we uh, see his stage. face
1: split open and his brain module is visible.
0: Yeah, which you know don't don't let that break. These are important things. Megatron looking rightfully horrified behind him, like oh shit, like yep, that's you don't want to see that. And, um, uh, and
1: he threatens Megatron, but then catches an arc two in the eye.
0: <laughs> rung has uh we see what his uh his uh his plan was here
1: his armada his fleet his,
0: his cheeky little fleet here he's got all of his little model ships flying. he's flying drones
1: into Sunder's eyes
0: oh my goodness and he has like a remote control which is so funny because like the entire time he's building them to me i was just like right they're like model kids, like they're just <laughs> little plastic you know right they're just yeah they're, nice. they're they're
1: like when people build gundams
0: Right. This would be like if I, which I mean, this would be amazing. But if, like if I had a remote and could be like, okay, I'm going to transform all my robots and just send them flying <laughs> <laughs> at my enemies, which would again be amazing. Um, but transform that's just not and roll you. out. Absolutely. Or transform and rise up. Um, But yeah, so he's attacking with his toys. Um, His eyes, of course, he's attacking Sunder's eyes. Right, because Um, he
1: points out if he can't see us, he can't hurt us. And then Sunder (laughs) just beats the shit out of Megatron anyway.
0: He backhands him across the room. Um, And Tailgate immediately is like, Megatron, oh my god, there's a gun right there. Megatron, pick it up. Pick it up, Megatron, shoot him. Megatron, do it. Um, Megatron won't do it he's he's like sitting he's he's hesitating he's not doing it he and tailgate is pleading like come on oh my god pick it up um but megatron just starts talking instead he implores sunder to back down and to disengage so nobody else gets hurt and uh, sunder is not stopping he is sunder now...
1: reads his dad's bumper sticker on the back of his pickup it says keep talking it helps my aim
0: <laughs> that's yeah he'd seen it he'd been wanting to use that line Um, but then hey bozo over here
1: (laughs) we've seen tailgate do some stuff he he hurt rung when he grabbed his hand he broke the windows on a maximum security brig and now he's picking up the rod pod
0: he just taps it over his head and asks if sunder speaking of his dad wants to play catch and he hurls the rod pod at Sunder, who is wearing Scepter's corpse as a mech suit. And just, yeah, just plows him over with the rod pod. Uh, and f- and of course a little notification
1: be- pops up saying, Destroy Diva's mech, plus 15 points.
0: <laughs> you did it. So Tailgates gets some points there. And then, of course, Wrong is like, how did you even? And Tailgate's like, I have no clue. I don't, I just did it. Um, and that's-, that's the end of that chapter. We- <laughs> yep.
1: Good work, everybody.
0: We did it. That'll wrap things up nicely. Great job. Now we jump into the first epilogue, and we're on the Uh, bridge later.
1: Yeah. Rung is resigning.
0: Yes. Um, And he's saying, you know, Rung is saying Megatron heard all the things that he and um, Freud discussed on the ship. Because, of course, at the end of that, we saw Rung transmit something somewhere. Right. But Megatron's like, yeah, I heard your discussion because you sent me the entire conversation. Um, And yeah, so Rung is explaining here. He started recording as soon as he got on the ship with Freud. um, And he didn't have time to edit out anything. He just needed Megatron to know what was about to happen. He needed him to know that Sunder was out, that they were going to be getting onto the Lost Light and doing some damage. Um, Which I do just want to say, I love that he sent it to Megatron. Yeah. Like just throwing that out there. Trust him with his has, life. He has two captains. <laughs> I mean, and he didn't say he didn't send it to Rodimus, but he very specifically sent it to Megatron. Right. Um, which uh... I, I don't know. I'm very, I'm, I'm pleased with a lot of what we're seeing. Uh, even just like those little side things. Again, the little things are very important. Um, but wrong uh, is saying he stands by that he feels like the tribunal on the fateful archetype was wrong. He does not feel like he should have been um, that he his right. His, he shouldn't
1: the, have been disbarred or whatever the psycho psychiatrist <laughs> right. equivalent is,
0: right? um But he says they still decided he doesn't agree with them, but it was still a decision that they made, and so he needs to live with it and stop practicing. Um, and Megatron's like, "No, you, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, keep doing." He's like, thing. "You've helped
1: way too many people for that to be a thing," and yeah. Uh, he wrong is just like what that he takes offense. is super yeah. offensive because if a brain surgeon killed somebody or if a space bridge engineer's bridge collapsed, would you just let him keep on going and take the risk Uh Which i, mean, I yeah. sure i get where he's coming from
0: yeah yeah me too um but yeah so he says he will tell everybody because megatron was saying why don't you tell all your patients Right, about the and they can decide. Yeah, and you let them decide. And Rung's like, no, I'm going to just stop. He will tell everybody, but only to explain to them why he's not practicing anymore. Um, <laughs> oh, God, here comes another fave moment of mine. Um, Rod very uh, victoriously appears on the bridge. His arms are out wide, and he's like, look, I'm here. I'm fine. And um, Megatron says, Rodimus, good to see you're in better shape and Rod's like oh good one did you come up with that by yourself and Megatron says no Ultra Magnus helped me he he suggested the (laughs) pause between there so like my note here just says uh they came up with that while they were uh while they were what, now? <laughs> While they were having a victory glass of wine because they're married. They were robot uh-huh. husbands. I'm
1: sure that's what they were doing in your <laughs> fan fiction you wrote down.
0: <laughs> Listen, Greg, they wouldn't have had time to get like super intimate <laughs> between, you know, in all these events. I really think it was just like a... Okay, we we solved that threat. We're just going to have a moment. Peace between ourselves. Put also, on some this Anne
1: the, Murray albums.
0: <laughs> this is the joke I'm going to use on Rodimus when he shows back up. After his dumb ass is fixed. And Rod, and Megatron, Magnus was like, here's what you do. You leave a pause between <laughs> better shape. You leave a pause before then. Well, see, here's they're... the
1: thing. Megatron then gets in on a much better burn on Rod. Uh, Rod is handing him a data pad And Megatron says If this is your resignation I accept
0: God Megatron you were on fire today You are so good He's just
1: blasting him
0: <laughs> um, And Rod is Saying it's actually Velocity's report On Tailgate and it's got a hell Of a punchline um, But so they're explaining <laughs> Why Tailgate can suddenly r- lift the rod pod over his head
1: basically cyclonus dying or not or him believing cyclonus died caused his spark to become so powerful that now he's a superhero
0: yes she's saying her report is finding that he his spark was already uniquely susceptible to mutation as the result of background radiation generated by quantum travel sure which we know he was taken along as they hopped through time. So he was already susceptible. And now, yes, the stress-related trauma made him mutate into, yeah, a superhero.
1: He's a new breed of outlier with enhanced strength, abnormal speed, and invulnerability.
0: Amazing.
1: Uh, and I want to say I really, really like Rod in that next panel. He's very cute.
0: Yeah, he, yeah he's very, very cute. And he's drawn by Sakamoto. Um, And they're like... Oh, and but then Rod is saying like, and yet, Right Tailgate being a superhero is not as weird as you not shooting Sunder Megatron. What the hell was that?
1: Uh, <laughs> and Megatron sort of lays out his evolved stance here. He says yeah. that he spent four million years reacting to threats and his instinct has always been to kill other people before they can kill him. And after the Necrobot and after Tailgate, he realized like violence is not the way... Like basically his his instinct to kill first and ask questions later is not the way to handle these things, and right. he says that he has renounced violence uh, yes he will never hurt another living creature
0: which what a powerful fucking panel. I love that panel. Um, but yeah, I have to saying, assume but...
1: that includes ever breaking ultramagnus's heart
0: it has to it must you can't you can't simply
1: he's vowed not to
0: which i'm sure was like yeah like i'm sure in his heart he's already vowed that like to himself like i'm never gonna let mm, any harm come to him never gonna Um, give you up (laughs) um but yeah i do like that megatron says that um all the damage he's inflicted he's saying you know after being on the necrobots planet and after with the incident with tailgate um he says he realized just how far he is now from the person he used to be and that's the person he wants to be again which I do like that because of course we've seen pre all of this megatron who was soft and a poet and this you know he was more uh he was gentle he wasn't yes he was academic he, yes even the fight at McAdams we saw wasn't him it was all impactor he hid under a table because oh, megatron um so yeah, he's vowing he's not going to hurt anybody ever again, especially not Magnus and his precious, precious spark. And then we go to Epilogue 2.
1: Uh, we go to Grindor. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah, <laughs> it is Grindor. Um, and we're at the teleport chamber a long time ago. And uh, yeah, we have Cork and Skids, and they're lining up to go teleport.
1: Ooh, uh, yeah, boy, this, <laughs> yeah, it's tough preparing for this because it gets dark. Uh, it
0: gets so Um, so yeah, they're both lined up. They're ready to go to Cyber Outpost 117 um, which is going to be new turn soon. Um and Quark is thanking Skids for putting his name forward, because of course that's what we saw last, with Skids being like, hmm, can I volunteer someone else to go in my place? And Skids is like And so obviously, as we as we had guessed, he put Quark up for it, and um Skids is saying the commandant was so touched by Skids nominating Quark that he said, Oh, you can both go. And uh, uh yeah. So they get into the teleportation chamber, and it's pretty warm in there. And then Skids notices on the ground there are some weird slat kind of things. They look uh, like boy. drainage. Yeah. And,
1: and uh the Empyrean Suite starts playing and skids gets teleported out of there
0: yeah as Cork is shouting for him and reaching for him and of course they can't grasp each other because skids is suddenly teleported and he lands in tarn's office tarn who looks very calm and just is like lounging back as a rocks his...
1: glass full of energon
0: yeah he's kind of holding up a toast to skids um and he says he wants skids he figured skids might want to see the results of his handiwork and, of course, Skids immediately is rounding on Tarn, and he's saying, that's a smelting chamber? What, like, and, uh, yeah, Tarn is just like, oh, no, well, whatever. Like, I just call it a teleportation chamber, because nobody, nobody would line up. questions that. Yep. And uh, so now Tarn is kind of explaining, like, Megatron was keen to press ahead with the trooper rep- replenishment they have sparks they need bodies so they can get sentio metallico from the remains of their prisoners to build their mtos and of course skids is being restrained now because obviously he kind of lunged at tarn here um And now Tarn is kind of insulting him by being like, oh, you believe in Primus, don't you? You believe in the Afterspark and the Inferno, which of course is like heaven and hell. Um, And then, yeah, he kind of says, Tarn says that he's an agnostic because he doesn't know if heaven exists, but he's pretty sure that hell does. And the last panel is just a nightmare scene of all of those sweet bots being melted to death in the teleportation chamber
1: it's a incineration chamber and it's really
0: fucking gruesome yeah
1: uh it's very not good and very hard to look at so yes
0: it's i don't like to linger on certain panels in these books um so obviously this is the thing that skids is repressing that is the thing Yep. Skids doesn't remember. He has blocked that out completely, and that is the thing that Chromedome Dome is trying to keep down. And it's like, nope. Maybe don't remember that. Maybe just let that one stay gone. Um. Yeah. There it is. Super fucking brutal. Uh, yeah. And that's the end of forty nine. And next we start off the Dying of the Light, which is the current uh arc that we are like. As of this broadcast, that's the one that the books are still in right now.
1: It's bonkers.
0: It. So bonkers. Yeah, we're almost there.
1: I did it. Almost.
0: So close. I'm a, we're catching up.
1: I'm a good, good Transformers
0: boy. <laughs> yes, you are. So, so yeah. Um... That was why I was like, maybe just 47. Last time, with More Than meets the Eye, I it would have been just so much. I was like, we 47, 49, yes, 49 would have just been. It's
1: all very dense and heavy and, uh, and uncomfortable.
0: Yes. And in my mind, I could just remember that last panel. I was like, no, we're not. Like the thought of, because it was either like, yes, let you Think maybe that Cyclonus or Tailgate might be dead. But then in my mind, I was like, but he'll know that they're not because (laughs) I have sent you screenshots. Don't worry, everybody. I've like blocked out the text, but I've sent him screenshots of other books that include Cyclonus. So I was like, oh, well, he's going to know Cyclonus is fine because I've ruined it. But apparently you had forgotten about that. So there was an actual fear for you last time. Yes. Don't worry, everybody. We still got him.
1: Earnestly terrified. Don't worry. (laughs) um and then next episode we're going to be covering we're going to hop back over to ongoing correct
0: yes yes 47 48 and 49 which means
1: they're we will be gonna on be... even footing
0: yes so next time yeah we're going back over to ongoing and we're going to be all set to have a little treat in two weeks um, yeah
1: look forward to that everybody
0: yeah got something
1: kind of fun planned
0: uh but yeah that'll do it for us this week
1: yes i want to thank our lost light crew members who had to go through this horrifying ordeal with us yes uh as always we have our good good friends bitty bot jazz uh elizabeth jackalope and samuel jocks so thank you guys and i'm sorry you. you had to deal with uh sunder being on board
0: i know like what a just a terrifying ordeal. But then, like I imagine, part of it was maybe almost like a like a sleepover. Like a ooh, all the lights are out, <laughs> and we're all just like locked in our rooms. There's nothing to do. You they just get to outside. chill inside
1: the uh inside like, your room and
0: like really think about World during the lockdown. That dude wasn't afraid. <laughs>
1: That's true. World would be like, oh, trust me. There's nothing he can dig up that I'm not already at all. <laughs> World with. is
0: super proud of his sin. He's like, no. <laughs> It's, it's all there. Sunder I'm would not get nothing filled with much,
1: buddy. I'm too thin.
0: <laughs> World was either napping or like playing a Game Boy. That was what he was doing when everybody else was panicking about Sunder being on board. World um, didn't
1: even know there was a lockdown.
0: <laughs> he was just in his room anyway. He hadn't turned the lights on yet that day. He just was <laughs> yeah. He was fine reading his Twitter feed um, in the dark so uh Uh, but yeah
1: yeah i think that's gonna do it for us uh what's on your twitter feed transformanauts
0: uh do you have all sorts of fun names for each other on twitter transformanauts
1: what what's your your at let me at you transformanauts so i don't (laughs) have to keep subtweeting you
0: (laughs) what's your favorite hashtag (laughs) transformanauts uh
1: join the conversation transformanauts
0: how do you like that uh that uh moments is that what that's
1: called yeah i think so what are what are the trending transformanaut topics
0: oh my god yeah what are the trending
1: topics on Last light oh man that's a good question
0: that's maybe more of that in all those